Welcome everyone to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and every week I bring you dynamic guests that offer insights to help you grow your business inside and out. It's about developing who you are as an entrepreneur in mind, body, and spirit. And today I have someone who is a great friend, a wonderful businesswoman, and someone who I truly admire, Miss Tanya Hoffman. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Terry. So, a little bit about Tanya before we get rocking and rolling here. She is the CEO and founder of the brand new platform, Be Connected. She's the founder and former CEO of the Public Speakers Association. She's been on the cover of five magazines, an author of eight international books, and the winner of international and national awards. The woman knows her stuff. She's been in business for how many years, Tanya? Oh, since I was 25 and I'm 53 now, so. Okay, there you go. All right, and you don't look 53 at all. So there we go, okay. So yes, and I get it. And so one of the things I love when we talk is there's always some kind of business impression that you give me that's like, oh, I want to think, you know, hadn't thought about it that way. And that's what's so brilliant about having you on the show, because I know that you have a different way of seeing things and, you really are a true entrepreneur because you love taking risks. So can you share a little bit about how you ended up creating the Public Speakers Association? Because I know that that story is fantastic that entrepreneurs today really need to hear. Oh, thanks, Terry. So yeah, you know, I think a lot of times people just see you today, they don't see the journey. And that's always a dangerous, I was just talking to my 25 year old daughter and she's like, everybody's got to figure it out. But me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I hear that a lot. They're like, Oh, if I could just be where you are. I'm like, Oh wow. You know? So I started off as an introvert and people are like, mm-hmm, no. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it would, it would terrify me to stand up in front of people. You know, I went to a business networking group, like a chamber of commerce, right? You have to stand up and do an elevator pitch. And I was sweating and shaking and I couldn't even remember my name. It was that bad. And I was 38 then. I was like, okay, Tanya, you're too old to be doing this. You know, you got to get over it. Um, And so I started challenging myself and challenging myself. So I literally wrote down, I wish I had kept the paper because I wrote down everything that scared me mm. and it didn't matter what craziness it was. I just wrote it down. One of them was, I remember was going up to a man in a tie. Now, why would that scare me? I don't know, but I wrote it down. It just kind of flooded through, you know, my mm-hmm. subconscious or whatever. And so that year I went and I tackled, this was 05, tackled every single thing on the list. And yeah, sometimes I almost broke, right? Sometimes you push yourself so hard that um, you're like, I don't know if I can still do this. And that gets me to the point where I started pushing myself to stand up in front of the groups and Mm -hmm. do little teeny tiny presentations, no matter how much I was shaking. Wow. And one of the things I realized over and over again is no one ever sees the fear inside of you. No one ever knows that you're shaking in your boots. You know, they may hear a little tremble in your voice, 
but pretty soon they're, they're not focused on you. And I think the biggest lesson I learned was in 2008 and I was up for a nominated um, back there behind me an award for the eWomen Network. It was out of 25,000 women that I was nominated for Business Matchmaker of the Year. And I went to the conference, already decided that I had lost because the women that I was up against, I looked at them like, why would I win? Look at these amazing people, right? I wow. devalued myself. And when they called my name out from stage, and there was 3,000 women that year in that audience, I looked at my friend, I'm like, there was another Tanya, right? <laughs> and I ran up to stage, and I didn't have anything prepared. I grabbed the, the award, went over to the podium, and I couldn't think. You know, I think a lot of times people see somebody on stage and always be prepared is for one thing you learn. And I wasn't prepared. So I came and said this first thing out of my mouth, out of my head was looking at the microphone. I love microphones. <laughs> That's what I said in front of 3,000 people. And, and then that's I was like, okay. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to have one-on-ones with every single one of you. And I'm like, I, this is getting ridiculous. And finally I said, thank you. Ran off the stage as fast as I can. I ran that in my head over and over and over again. Uh, even my roommate that night, I was like, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe it in front of all those people. And she's like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was mortified. And I didn't even want to leave my hotel room the next day. And she made me think, you know, sometimes you need those kind of friends. And I went out and people were like, oh, congratulations, Tanya. And I'm like, oh, I know. Can you believe what I said? And they're like, I don't remember what you said. I just remember how excited you were. Ah. Huge lesson. Huge so lesson. the lesson for you exactly was? Is don't get all caught up in your fears and what's in your head and what you think everyone thinks of you. It has very little of what happens in reality in other people's heads. They just see, are you excited about what you're doing? Are you having fun with what you're doing? And are you connecting with the right people you should be connecting with? Isn't that brilliant? You know, a very, a, a very good friend often says, what people think of you is not none of your business. Yeah, what that. people think of you is none of your business. And when you think about it, it's like, yeah, I guess so. It is none of my business because you know what? If you think it's none of your business and you just put it aside, you can continue on your merry way doing what it is that you're meant to be doing in this world. And if they don't like you, oh, well, or if they don't like what you said, oh, well, or if they don't um, come through or whatever it is, oh, well, you know, and so your story reminded me of that comment, of that quote, what other people think of you, none of your business. Okay. I remember the first time I heard that, I had to really massage that one. <laughs> Yeah, and the whole idea that people would not like you, yeah. you know, I was always the type, you know, that I just wanted, every, how can I make that person like me? What can I do differently, right? Yeah. And then when you realize it has nothing to do with you. That's right. It was the most freeing thing. I've, and to be aware that as you become more successful, you will have people not like you. Right. Just that, for the that, fact that you're more successful. 
Exactly. And, and you know, one of the things I know as a stand-up trainer and as a speaker is that in my early days, my early days, not anymore, but in my early days, I would get the evaluations back and say there were a hundred evaluations and there was one person who really didn't like me and the rest of the work, you know, you would spend all this time getting that one person to like you. And it's like, really, how stupid is that? What about the 99 that do like you? And I think that's what we need to remember that it's not about that one person. It's about the 99 who love you, who adore you, who are there because you have a message to help them grow, to help them expand. They believe in you because of your influence. That's what we need to, I don't like to use the word me, uh, need because need equals lack, but that's what happens when we remember that and focus on serving and serving and serving from the heart. Those folks who don't like you, they're not meant to be part of your tribe. It's that simple. Yeah, it's like it, it, when I realized that there was always these groups of people that wasn't that I couldn't get them to like me, right? And and I would look over there and there's all these people that just loved you, right? They're yeah. Like they're the Tanya group, right? Right. And right. there's the anti-Tanya group. And then one day I was exhausted praying to get that those anti-Tanya group to to like me. And then one day I was like, wait a moment. I don't even like those people. Why do I care what they think? Right? There you go. Why do I care? Move away. And I tell you, as soon as I did that, everything started to move. I started connecting to the most amazing people. Yes. Let it go. Yes. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just came out. <laughs> exactly. We all go into theme songs. <laughs> yes. So what I know that that this whole energy that you're talking about is what took you to create a speaking organization. Can yes. you share? Because that story right there, I think it, it offers insights for folks to see what is right in front of them. Can you share that story, Tanya? Yeah, you know, I was starting to become a speaker, you know, and, and you when you start to move into an arena that you're not really a part of, you feel like there's certain things that you need to do to kind of check the boxes off to say, okay, I am a professional speaker now, right? You, you feel like there's those check marks. And one of them, because I had a owned several business networking group organizations throughout the state of Texas, and I had sold both of those organizations and I was ready to be a speaker. And I was like, well, I got to join a group of speakers. And so I looked around and um, picked the top one in the world, right? Well, I went there and I walked in. I'm like, wait a moment. Remember we just talked about the anti-Tanya group? Yeah, there they all were <laughs> in the room. I'm like, oh man, those are the people I'm gonna have to hang with. And you know, they were already not my clique. But when I walked over to the president and told her that I was ready to join, because by then I had been flying around internationally, nationally speaking, I was doing really well. People were hiring me to teach them how to make money as a speaker. So I was doing very well in this arena. And she just looked at me and she looked really down at me and she's like, oh, Tanya, you can't join. I was like, why not? And she's like, well, you're not a professional speaker. And I was like, what? I'm an international speaker and 
I make a hell of a lot more money than you do. So what makes me not a professional speaker? And I thought, if she treats me that way, how is she treating, how is she going to treat all the people that I love and adore who I'm showing the ropes on how to do this business? And so when I couldn't find an organization that was accepting of all types of people, then I was like, mm, I guess I'll just have to go make one. And that's what I did. And it immediately went global as soon as I launched it. How cool is that? <laughs> so what's the lesson there, Tanya? You know, you gotta just, if you don't see what you're looking for, it's probably looking back at you saying, you need to sort it. <laughs> there we go. And so many people, they're scared of starting something. How often have you heard someone say, have an idea about a product? And, oh, well, this product, da, 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 da. And they never did anything with it for whatever reason. And a couple of years later, somebody else like has the exact same product you were thinking of because they took initiative. Exactly. So that's part of being an entrepreneur. And part of being an entrepreneur is taking risks. So when that this is a, a topic that you and I talk about quite a bit is taking risks. Can you focus on that for just a moment and share with the Awaken the Possibilities audience how risk-taking has helped you to become such a successful entrepreneur? I think you can't be an entrepreneur unless you're willing to be all in. And there's... If you look at all the successful people, most of them set themselves up where they have no way not to succeed. So a lot of times I hear from entrepreneurs is they always have one foot in security while they try, try to make this thing happen, yeah. whatever that thing is. And then they wonder why they never get it to go off and do it. Yes. You know? At 25, um, my husband and I were approached by people I was actually running their store. It was a little small mom and pop science and nature store. And I had always wanted to own my own store. And they came over to me and they're like, hey, we're trying to sell the store. How about you and your husband buy it? And we're like, uh, right? I didn't stop to think, okay, I don't know anything about running a business. <laughs> I just saw a dream and i thought we could do this and so we said yes right you you, you get a jump up opportunities mm -hmm. it's also about leveling yourself up you know it's not just about creating something by yourself mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times people create things um without asking questions they just want to go in and think that they've got the best secret sauce ever made. And what I've always learned every time I go to launch something, no matter what it is, is I usually go to someone who's going to poke a lot of holes in it. A lot of people are afraid of that. But I'm That's called you, feedback. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got to find out what the opposite of you so like, I'm, I like having fun and I'm very fast moving. I need someone who's studies and is analytical and thinks through things and, and kind of, you know, has that different mindset. Unless you were only talking to the, ever the people just like you, right? Mm -hmm. But most businesses can't survive on just one personality type. Right. And so that's what I always do. And that's what I just did with starting to be connected. Is, mm -hmm. You know, I went to the person who has, I could 
totally tell that they would poke the most holes that they could possibly poke. <laughs> and once they were like, hey, how do we get this going? I'm like, yeah. oh, this is something good. Yes, yes it is. And you ha and, and all of your projects, all your businesses have not always been successful, have they? Nope. <laughs> nope. So it's important to talk about that too. Yes. Uh, so there's one fairly recently <laughs> that you know it's like and i remember saying to you because we were um i interviewed you on my other podcast i couldn't even say the name of it <laughs> i was like coming out of my mouth i was like well why can't i say this um and you really had a hard time getting that off the ground can you talk about that yeah you know sometimes you got this really cool cool idea right Mm -hmm. What I found, even when I started my very first networking group organization, that company was actually just going to be completely online. Nobody back in 05 wanted to do anything completely online. That, that was just a new concept. It was beyond, it was before it, it was ready. So we had to adjust it. Same thing mm -hmm. with this latest project with Wildable. I was so excited about it. Everything sounded and and all the research, I had done so much research on the technology. It was like amazing. I overcomplicated things. And I didn't realize I overcomplicated because everyone was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, I could do that. And when they didn't do it, you know, but I was all in. Right? Was I was staring. one of them. <laughs> and so sometimes you create something and it all checks out. Like all the yeah. boxes are checked. And it still doesn't work. So yes, I could have paid off my house by now with it. <laughs> Darn, you know, I, I, the hardest part is always letting people down. A lot of times we have the fear that it's not just mm. about letting ourselves down, but letting yeah. others down because everyone was super excited about it. But and what point, was the focus of Wildable? It was really about helping people go out there and show their expertise to the world. Because my whole idea has always been, this is what I've been noodling forever. How do you connect the amazing people like Miss Terry, who can really change people's lives and connect them to the people whose lives they need to change, but they just won't ever know those people. And Wildable was the, the uh, that was the concept for that through an app, a very gamified app, kind of like what people play with Candy Crush and stuff, but in a business atmosphere. But it got to me to where I am now with Be Connected. So everything that you do, even if it fails, does not mean it's the end. That's and right. I think that's what a lot of people have a hard time with in when they're change and transformation and yes. that it's not always clean. <laughs> and, and I'm going to share this with the audience because I think this is important for people to understand. When you presented Wildable to me, because it was you, I went, yeah, yeah, yeah this is great. And then you kept wanting me to do videos. You wanted me to do this. And I was like, something just isn't feeling right. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I just could not, no matter how much I tried. And that's the word try. I want to focus on that word try for a moment. But it, I just couldn't get there. It was really interesting. Um, and the thing with the word try is, and you had just used it a little bit ago in reference to people saying, well, you know, I'm going to try this. You know, entrepreneurs who try things entrepreneurs who try things there's a probability of failure because they have one foot in and one foot out as you said they are not committed 
Look at the energy between try and commit to. Two very, very different energies. And what I know is, I am, I'm an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18, and there was something about Wildable that I wanted to commit. I just couldn't. Something was off. You know how intuitive I am. But one day, a few months ago, you say, Miss Terry, I want to talk to you about this pro the, a new project. I'm like, another one, Tanya? <laughs> <laughs> and being an entrepreneur, I'm always open to... Uh, I'm always open to new ideas, new perspectives, new things. And, and I had just had someone from another platform, networking platform, reach out to me. And, and right before you did that, I have to set, set this up here. I was getting very frustrated of people connecting with me and immediately hitting me over the head with buy my product, do that, you know, on and on. They had no interest in getting to know me or find out if their product even could solve any issues that I had. They had no idea what my problems were or what my challenges were. They just kept pushing and selling stuff. And then I would go on this other social media platform and I would say, oh, what compelled you to reach out and friend me? And you know what I would get back? Oh, well, we have so many friends in common. Really? Oh, come on. Cut me a break. That just because we have lots of friends in common, that's the reason you want to connect with me? Sorry, that just does not land on uh, with me, especially because I am a networker. And all of that happened. I, I, th I think I hit a threshold. And I remember saying, God, you know, help me out here because th this networking, th the way this networking platform uh the way the networking landscape is looking, it just was turning me off so badly. And then along comes Tanya. <laughs> and Tanya, I, and this was the next day, by the way, of the day that I basically said, God, help me out here because I can't stand this. I cannot stand this getting hit over the head and the, I wish I friend, we have so many friends. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Please share with us about this new project, which is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's, the, it's kind of the answer to my question of how do I connect the amazing people to the people who need them? And I, I've always taken what I don't like about things and I take it out, you know, and then the stuff I really want, I put in. And that's kind of what we've, that is what we were doing with Be Connected. Um, I partnered up with my friend who's very analytical and very, you know, business savvy. And it's he's been a Marine, a, of course he's he a Marine, right? <laughs> yeah, Mr. J.R. Reed, you know. Uh, and so when we started looking at, you know, how can we best describe this idea in my head? And we came up with, because uh, I brought it to him, I said, okay, I'm looking at dating software like eHarmony. And he's like, what, why are you, something wrong with you and your husband? <laughs> Been married 30 years. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, the algorithms. I'm very intrigued by the way they connect people. And he was like, this is looking good. I said, 
And then we take LinkedIn, right? We take these platforms that are huge. They have so many people and they started it off right, but then they got meddled. They got a laugh. And so I was like, what if we have a very exclusive group that, you know, pay in to be a member. So that way it's also keeping out all the freebies and which keeps out the trolls and the spammers. And then, so now you're getting up to a different level of business owner, entrepreneur, you know, fill in the blank. So then it does, we call it the connection generator. So the connection generator goes through, after all, you fill out all your profile and all these questions about you, who your target market is, what you've done in the past, even the last questions like your hobbies, because sometimes you don't really have anything in common except for Hey, you like burning too? Yeah. <laughs> but most of it is all business questions. You know, mm -hmm. who's your target market? You know, are you looking for, you know, fast paced people? Are you looking for, you know, the thinkers, the analytical people? And so once you answer all of those, the connection generator goes and they find you six people in the whole category of people around the world that fits you perfectly. Now, if you're local, you can do a local search. You know, at the beginning, we won't have as many people locally for you, but, um, you know, we'll continue to grow. So then you take your six people and then you decide who you want to say hello to and send them a message. And then they, just like in eHarmony and all those dating sites, they get to decide who they say yes to. So then they're also look at you go, oh, this is perfect. Let's connect. They accept your um, invitation. Then y'all meet however you want to meet. And then we've got so many other really cool things that we're doing to help people in their business, especially right now with the kind of the craziness in the economy. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are looking at how can you do online sales? How can you create, you know, a better brand? How can right. you do, you know, videos on Facebook lives and YouTube that actually people will watch. So we brought in all these incredible coaches to teach us all these different platforms. So, it's all about growing, expanding, and connecting. How cool is that? Matching dating, <laughs> uh, matching B2B using a dating type process. I absolutely love Without it. Without the spammers and the trollers. Thank That's you very right. much. <laughs> well, you know what I loved about it was, A, when you presented it to me, it was one of those intuitively, it was like, absolutely yes it was and again it was the day after i had just had a rant <laughs> i did i had a rant i heard you you know and i was like oh i gotta talk to terry <laughs> um and um intuitively i just knew it's like yeah yeah where do i sign up for this thing but here's what i love about it and what i love about you what I love about you specifically is Wattable didn't work and you didn't miss a beat. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What happened to Wattable? Where did that, <laughs> I mean, you just keep going. And here's what I saw. When things are in alignment, things move very quickly. You showed me the logo, which is the cute little B. And then you said, you know, B connected, B-E-E-K-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. I'm like, oh my God, it's just so together. It's just so in alignment with where you want to take this thing. And I know it's exciting, absolutely exciting. And I would love for, for people to learn more about it because first of all, you are a rock star. The people you have associated with this is really very, very cool. Can you talk about the coaches that you have associated with the, pro with the platform? Oh yeah, and not only are the 
five that um, we have right now, but the others that we have, like Miss Terry, they'll be showcasing all year long. And so we are looking right now for people who can share their expertise with the world. You know, we're in eight countries and we haven't even launched yet, right? And we're, we're in that momentum stage. And what's very cool is not only are the coaches that, are, that we've got already on the platform, like Tracy Repchak doing online course, courses, because most people don't even know how to put their business online. We've got Domingo Silva doing the e-commerce packages to show people, and it goes way beyond e-commerce. It's, it's an incredible marketing. How do you market yourself and your mm -hmm. packages and your books and anything that you do online. Uh, we've got Jerry Foster, who is a branding evangelist. He's so cool to listen to. Um, and it's not just about a logo. It's how do you show up? What is your right. brand always? Yes. You know, hey, always we speak working. the same language and I love listening to him. It's I know, really right? Cool. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got, you know, a brand new, fabulous, she's the queen of YouTube, Michelle Cunningham who has, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to show everybody her brilliance because she is a little firecracker. You just meet her and you just feel the energy coming out of her. You know, I thought I was high That's energy. Really cool. <laughs> so, so yeah, and, and we're gonna be showcasing people like Terry and we're looking for others. So if you've got something that you're like, oh, business owners need to know how to be healthy, how to be successful, how to, how to, how to, whatever it is, you know, uh, we are looking. Well, and how do we find it? If we go to Be Connected, that's B-E-E-K-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D.com. You go there and you have the videos, you've got the presentations, you got all kinds of really cool stuff on that page. So can you talk about the website a little bit, Tanya? Yes, we're, uh, we've got it up and running and um, we are, you know, everything is in, you know, being created and recreated because we have always, I've always believed in it. My co-founder JR has always believed that we are not the smartest people in the room. So we are always adjusting things to bring more value. Uh, we've got right now where you can buy a platform, uh, like it's powered by Zoom where you get the biggest part of their, I mean, it's the massive one where you get webinars and 500 people in the seats and Facebook lives and YouTube lives. You could all do that. It's normally 160 a month. Um, you get it for $9.99. And that's actually what I'm using right now. It's called the enterprise uh, plan. And what is so brilliant, what I love about this enterprise plan that I got because I joined you guys is that uh, every Zoom, every webinar, the text is right there. It is automatically uh, on the side of the video along with the time of when the item was said. So what that is allowing me to do is create wonderful quotes for each guest that I have. We're creating three memes, three quotes, putting it out the week of your show to help with the marketing, sending it to the guest, and it's right from the information from Zoom and the enterprise process. So it wasn't, or the enterprise plan. I didn't have that on free or on the, um, the, the other plan, but gosh, this is, it, it's just fantastic. It, it's worth its weight in gold, just having that. It really is. 
Yeah, it's very cool. Even uh, I'm finding new things that people are telling me about what their experience has been, right? One of my friends, uh, Jason Andelik, who actually purchased the Public Speakers Association is now the CEO of that. He found out that in this platform, you can actually put different um, like email connections so you know where people are signing up for your webinars. So you can oh. actually do more statistics that way. How cool is that? I didn't realize that. I have to look into that. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, very, oh, very cool. I didn't even know it did that. <laughs> so Tanya, how can people find you and how can people find Be Connected? So if you go to BeConnected.com, so it's B-E-E-K, Connected, right? And then connect with Terry. She is one of our incredible affiliates. We okay. are looking for a few people who are influencers and want to be a part of a very, very special affiliate program. This is not open for everyone. So if you're like, oh, I'd like to be involved in the back part of this, then connect with Miss Terry. You know, you love her anyways. Um, and then if you just want to be a member, just go to beconnected.com and uh, you'll find all the goodies there that explain all the benefits. It's way over like $15,000, I think, in benefits right now and way even more because we haven't even started all the incredible weekly coaching that we're going to be doing. Yeah. And if you go to the website and you love what you see, and I think you will, it, uh, beconnected.com. If you go to forward slash affiliate and you do fill that out, make sure to put my name as you had mentioned, Tanya. So thank you so much, Tanya, for being here. I love how you shared your journey, especially to get you where you are right now. I can't wait to see where this platform goes, how it serves you, how it serves the members. It's very exciting to listen to from the age of 25 to what you're doing now. There really is a phenomenal, what I call it the inward journey learning that you were able to share and it's just a lot of fun to watch me it's just what i love to do i lo love watching those inward journeys uh, that a lot of our entrepreneurial leaders have so yeah. to my audience my wicked the possibility audience i hope you gained a little bit from this you know it's important to remember one thing folks a table has four legs but when a leg is broken it topples over remember Add as many legs under that table. That table is your business. And when your business has many, many, many legs, it doesn't matter when one leg breaks. And that's what looking at opportunities, whether it's be connected or whatever other opportunity that falls in your lap, take a good look at it and ask yourself, is this going to add a solid leg to my business and protect me when challenges in the economy come up. So just think about that. So again, thank you for being here today. I hope you've learned at least one, two, three new things. And I look forward to seeing you next time on our next episode. To your success.